Shout out to Sentinels for having G Fuel at their booth at Kansas City. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo Esports podcast. This is episode 235 for the week of May 15th, 2022. The title of this episode is The Spartan Saga. Wow. You know, Kansas City had just wrapped up. You know, we're going into like a player break for about a month, you know? And uh, before the open series kicks off again, have a little bit of downtime. Emphasis on the community again. This is great. Going to ease back into it a little bit. Nope. Then fucking the shitstorm just comes raining down in diarrhea all over <laughs> the scene in the span of a morning. Like, oh my God. So... Well, we'll definitely be talking about that later. No, that, oh. we're not. No, why the fuck would we bother with that? We're about positivity on this show. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire. This week, I'm joined by the man in the C9 Rockstar Gaming t-shirt and hat combination. The matching the matching mayhem, that's what I'm going to call oh, him. Oh, boy. Will, a.k.a. I am Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on this Monday evening? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. Finished my dinner. Got a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm feeling good. And uh, we're here to record the show. Uh, for God, I did this again. Fuck. Oh, hey, no. Maddie. By the way, I got the chase in the mail. Didn't even order the chase. Fuck you. Oh, Maddie will get that. I had to. I had to give up on my Funko collection. I. You made the smart man's decision. Is what you did. It's, it's too much, man. You made the smart man's decision. Hey, man. There's Maddie. Look at that. See, hey. it's the old trick works where you just shout his name into existence and he pops up. It's crazy. It's like whoa. Holy shit. Oh, man. Uh, what's up? Live from Dub. What's up, guys? Listen to the podcast all the time. Cool to see it live. Fuck yeah, man. Welcome. Thank you very much for tuning in the live show. We're just kicking it off. You know, you came at the perfect time. And to everybody else who's listening or watching, thank you so much for taking the time to do so. Hope you're having a great night, day, however, whatever time you happen to be listening or watching. And uh, we got a lot of shit to talk about. Will, I know you didn't ask me, but I'm just going to say I'm doing well as well. Um, I was going to get there, but yeah. Yes, I, I, yes I, because I was going to loop back to the whole eating the dinner, getting the cookie uh, scenario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my daughter does not eat all of her dinner. She wanted a cookie. I told her in order to get a cookie, you had to eat all of your dinner. Will and I ate all of our dinner, proceeded to eat cookies, and uh, my daughter was not happy about that. But that's besides the point. Will, do you want to know what's coming up on this week's episode of the show? Uh, what we got? Some clarifications around the Halo World Championship. Uh, 343 addresses the issues with Season 2 of Halo Infinite. Of their, of that, there were fucking a lot. Tournament announcements and recaps. We'll run through those later on in the show. And then our topic of the Spartan Saga regarding the fines and self-benching of Spartan the Dog. Uh, so without further ado, Will, let's roll on in to the competitive news. HCS Orlando Major and the Halo World Championship information. This is by Tashi and Heinz. Tashi tweeted out the Orlando Major September 23rd through the 25th in Orange County Convention Center. Okay. Um, that's obviously in Orlando, Florida, in case people didn't understand that. And then uh, the Halo World Championship from October 20th through the 23rd at the Washington State Convention Center in Seattle. So there you go there. Tickets on sale for both of them in June. So do not wait. Um, if there is ever, uh, we, 
we've given criticisms, uh, I would say fair criticisms of the VIP experience of both Raleigh and KC. Um, things got some aspects got better in KC, some aspects got worse. Um, but we've given our criticisms on both. Uh, regardless, VIP sell out immediately. So if you want an opportunity to get a VIP pass uh, for the Orlando Major and or the Halo World Championship in Seattle, uh, then I would recommend you get them as soon as you possibly can. As soon as tickets are available, make sure you jump on it because they're going to go like that. Um, Maddie said, just an FYI, I believe it's now called the Seattle Convention Center, but Yatashi did tweet Washington State Convention Center. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if it was called the Seattle Convention Center. It just well, sounds better. Just like um, for Kansas City, locally it's known as Bartle Hall, but it's the Kansas City Convention Center. Yes. So In Bartle Hall, wasn't it? It wasn't Bartle Hall part of the convention center? Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. I, I've heard it was, I heard, like, I, I, I heard it was, like, huge, but it didn't seem that huge. This isn't to talk shit against the convention center. No, no, it's no, like, no. It seemed everything was spaced well apart. And we always talk about how there's always more space for more booths. We didn't have as many booths as we wanted, but it is what it is. Uh, Uncle Pumpy, that's a fucking a phenomenal name. You guys going to be going to Orlando? Uh, probably not. Um, the plan is, so no matter what, I'll be going to Seattle, but the plan is to try as hard as we fucking can to get Will to go to uh, Seattle as well for Worlds. Um, but yeah, it, I believe Orlando's kind of out of the car, out of the cards for us, especially considering how close both Orlando and Worlds is to one another. But uh, not to say we wouldn't love to go because we would. It's just, not really feasible at this point in time. Um, but we have qualifications for worlds. This is from Heinz. He says the top 12 from Orlando, regardless of region. Okay. Mm. Top 12 from Orlando, regardless of region, or they automatically qualify for pool play. Okay. At worlds automatically qualify for pools. The next highest placing two teams from each region, eight total, are invited to a play-in bracket on day one of the Halo World Championship. And the four teams from the play-in, the top four teams from the play-in, qualify as the last four pool play teams. Okay? There you go. Now, the question was, there was a question that was given, um, what happens if there's a tiebreaker? between those remaining teams, right? Believe it or not, I can't believe I'm finally able to say this, but uh, the HCS point structure is no longer whose line is it anyway. Because guess what? They matter. The points do matter. The points do matter. Heinz uh, said HCS points will be used as a tiebreaker. Every point counts, so it's important to play in as many tournaments as you can. So that's right. It's not a whose line is it anyway situation as we've joked about countless times over the, over the months. Um, speaking of some HCS events though, the tickets for the HCS Mexico city event are available right now. So if you are going to be attending that, you can purchase tickets for that. And I believe they said that team passes will be going on sale shortly. I think on Monday next week, I could be wrong, but Spectator tickets are available right now. And then um, the talent has also been announced for HCS Mexico City. So go ahead and click on the link in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show, exclamation point, show notes in chat, 
and you can see all the talent that's going to be associated with that. And then um, next up, GT Halo and Europa Halo are teaming up, but not, not in a community-run tournament. Oh, no. This is by Martin Holmes, by the way. He says, this event is going to be amazing regarding DreamHack Valencia. The first event to be truly operated by HCS Grassroots as your admin staff will be GT Halo and Europa Halo combining forces. See you in Valencia. And that's fucking awesome. So shout out to the GT Halo and Europa Halo crews. Uh, that's, that is really, really fucking cool to see. Next up, Face It Halo and Gamers Without Borders also team up. This is by Face It Halo. As a part of Gamers Without Borders, we're hosting Halo Infinite events for North America, South America, EU, and Australia, New Zealand, each with 150,000 Face It points up for grabs. These are not the same as HCS points, by the way. They're completely separate. The 2v2 tournaments will be taking place on May 13th and May 20th. The 4v4 tournaments are going to be on May 14th, 15th, 21st, and 22nd. There's a 64-team limit. You can sign up at the link included in the Google Doc that shows the show. But that's not all about tournaments. Oh, no. HCS Creeper wants to get in the tournament space as well. This is by the HCS Creeper. Yes, the one and only that made it onto the fucking desk at Kansas City. Finally. And uh, he states. Get it? Great, great. Get it? You got it? Yeah. Yeah. But that's not actually what he said. Uh, He said, hello, Halo homies. Today is the first step into what is hopefully a long, successful, and entertaining venture. And what is that future, you might ask? Halo tournaments and or leagues. Interested in playing or helping behind the scenes? Here's what I would like you to do. Please fill out the attached questionnaire to the best of your ability. I'll be reading through the responses to gauge interest and determine how best to move forward. Speaking of Martin earlier, there he is, Voodoo Man in the chat. Welcome, Martin Holmes. LVT and First Blood, this is by Louis V. Titan. He states, Money Tuesday. Our partnership with First Blood has come to an end. This means no more open 2v2 tournaments for Halo Infinite. We saw some amazing matches over 12 broadcasts and handed out $12,000 to the victors. Thank you to all participants. For now, we focus on show match events. Ooh, baby. Halo Rec League FFA Series 2 format. It's by the Halo Rec League. They have a couple changes here, but we're going to read through it. All FFA signups will now be on FaceIt under the Halo Rec League organizer. For the regular season, over the course of seven weeks, players will participate in FFA matches each Tuesday. Lobbies will be fully randomized based on signup members, with lobbies containing six to eight players. All competing players will be awarded playoff points based on their lobby placing. On each match day, players in their randomized lobbies will play two matches. Players are awarded points for each each match. Players are not required to play every week. We saw this in Series 1. Players can miss weeks and continue to participate in the FFA series. And as we've seen, uh, the like the week set like the, the final week leader leading into the playoffs uh had so many points accrued that uh that player did not play in one week and still had the most amount of points. Yes. Now, granted, we saw that it didn't come to fruition in terms of the uh, playoffs for that player. The playoffs? Yeah, <laughs> we talking playoffs. Uh, but regardless, there's that. Oh, man. Uh, Martin says, Intel 50K tournament in the works. That is all. All right. 
Thanks, Martin. This is another uh, partnered team 50K tournament. Or okay. partnered uh, with Intel. Do, 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 do. I'm going to take a sip of this uh, Mountain Dew hard seltzer. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Hey, you got to just throw that in there. Not not a paid sponsorship. Otherwise, like if somebody's listening to the audio version of the show and you just have this weird pause, like what the yeah. fuck are they doing? Like I'm taking a sip of my Mountain Dew hard seltzer. Hashtag not sponsored. Cheers to drinking on the job. <laughs> cheers, man. Hey, yeah, cheers. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, fuck you, Maddie. <laughs> anyway. I don't know. Um, playoffs and chumps. After seven weeks, the top 16 players in playoff points will qualify for playoffs. The semifinal round will split the... Qual- Jesus Christ. Fucking catches me off guard every fucking time. Uh... Let me read through this and I'll give you a shout out reader. Um, The semifinal round will split the qualifying players into two lobbies. Player points will be reset to zero and will play a three match series with the same point system. The top four players after three matches will advance to the chumps final. The chumps final will happen in week nine and follow the same format. Three matches. The top player at the end will be crowned the HRL FFA series two champion point system. All players competing in a lobby will be awarded playoff points. Players will be awarded points for both maps played in a time slot. Points will be added up on the FFA Series 2 ladder and updated by Wednesday night following FFA night. First, So first through eighth, here's the point structure. 10, 8, 7, 6, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yeah, fuck your five points, fuck your nine points, because that ain't happening. All right. And then FFA game rules. Game will be played in the HCS FFA game mode. Map will be Aquarius, because I think that's, what, the only one? That people play FFA on? Yeah. Competitive FFA is what I mean to say. Yeah, competitive. Yeah. 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 I'd be interested to see how uh, the new map Ooh. works on that. Catalyst. Ooh, some Catalyst action? Catalyst FFA. You know, it is symmetrical. Yeah. I like where your head's at. I like that idea. Game days are on Tuesdays. Time slots 9 p.m. EST and 10.30 p.m. EST. Before we get to the next news story, I want to give a shout out to Raider Hater with the six-month resub. You get a woo! And uh, Shot says, at least it's not the Flaming Hot Mountain Dew. We tried it. We did. Not on the show, but we did try it. Uh, and it, le- it left a fucking weird-ass tingling in the back of the throat. The flavor wasn't bad, you know? Right. The flavor wasn't bad. It was just the tingling was not it. It wasn't, it, and that's the thing. It's like, it wasn't spicy. It was just fucking weird. You know? How yeah. do you explain that? It's, it's, I don't know. It's fucking, ugh. Shot brings up a great idea. Uh, bouncing off yours. Catalyst FFA would be great for the play date. You know what? We could try it out. Maybe we should add it into the rotation. Shot. Maybe we should. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work, we move on. That's exactly it, Will. Look at that. Let's fuck this FFA talk. No offense to the Halo Reckley. You guys are awesome. Shio, shout it to you. Uh, But let's talk about Catalyst Slayer, as a matter of fact. And before Mm. we get into the Spartan shitstorm, this is uh, valid criticism from Spartan himself. And he asks, is there some way we can do a vote on whether to remove Catalyst Slayer from rotation? Catalyst Flag, whatever, but I think Catalyst Slayer might be the worst game type in our rotation, significantly worse than Bizarre. And we're talking strictly about the HCS rotation, by the way. 
of which I still don't think we know the full details of because the blog post isn't out yet, Heinz! <sighs> Richie, I love you, dude. Give me the fucking blog post, please. Please. Hey, maybe they're still working it out. No! You were working on it before KC! Hey, hey. It's my blog hey. post and I want it now! There's there's probably more pressing matters the studio's working on. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for HS Pro <laughs> God damn it. Um, but no, Heinz, whenever the blog is ready, I would love to be able to read through it. Uh, because, you know, I'm just sitting here. He just wants to know. My dick's in my metaphorical hand right now. It's not. See, that's why I said metaphorical. It's not, actually not my hand. That'd be, that'd be uh, breaking Twitch's terms of service. So. Then again, you have no idea what I'm doing underneath this table. Do you? You don't. All right. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> so. He asked for thoughts. He says, I do not like the idea of maps and game types being forced upon the HCS rotation without some form of public testing, especially at high levels. This is something we talked about. Remember? Like, I'm in agreement with that statement as in, like, I would love for, like, uh, not necessarily just the competitive insights team at 343, mm -hmm. but, like, to have a calling, like, quote-unquote testing environment for the professional teams to get their hands on it beforehand. Sure. Just to see if, like... Do we feel this is a viable solution for competitive? If not, like, what is a different map and mode combination you'd like to see? So on and so forth. Um, he says, I'm not trying to say my word means more than anybody else's or that somebody uh, or that something should just simply be removed. But it seems like most competitive players hate this game type. Keep it in ranked, whatever. But in actual rotation, it's not a good game type IMO. So we, we understand and we hear this sentiment. Uh, the vast majority of professional players, at least from what we see in here, is that they do not like Slayer in competitive, like in the HCS rotation. It doesn't matter if it's game three. It doesn't matter if it's game five. It doesn't matter if it's game seven. They just don't like Slayer in the HCS rotation. Um, we've talked about it ad nauseum on the show. Uh, I think it I think it needs to stay. Um and this, this may sound like it's coming from like a filthy casual or whatever, but no, in all honesty, I love the way that you can, yes, there are Slayer games that drastically slow down, but guess what? There are CTF games that drastically slow down. There's Strongholds games that feel like they drastically slow down if it's at a stalemate. Like, I don't know. I love the idea of Slaying being there, Slayer being there, because to me, as a spectator, I feel it breaks up the monotony of all objective modes. And I love objective modes. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I, I love those nail biting 49, 49 experiences. And I feel like we get a good amount of them. So I like them. I like Slayer. Maybe that's just me. Although I think Beth shares the same sentiment. So shut up, Beth. Um, <clears throat> I do. I do agree on the, um, there needs to be some sort of testing before it just goes into rotation. Um, for the HCS. For the HCS. Yes. But then again, it's also nice to know There's that, like, from a spectator point of view, yeah. it's awesome that there's something new, that there's these teams have to try something that they haven't worked on before. It's, it, I mean, in my mind, it would just, it's, do they not like it because it's not plug and play with the rest of their 
their game? You know what I mean? Like, why don't you like it? What What about it? Now, are we talking Slayer or are we talking Catalyst Slayer? Any of it. Okay. I hear you. And we know, we, we've, we've talked about what Tashi said as well, and we agreed with that sentiment as well, that he said um, that for the HCS, they want all teams to be the best at all map game type combinations. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not... We they understand to a point where some things just don't work in a competitive environment. Right. But it's this isn't a point of it not working. This is more of a point like what Tashi was saying that it's more of a point of what he expects to happen is all teams putting in the most effort to be the best they can possibly be at every map and game type combination. Yeah. Yeah. So I I, I honestly wanted to stay. If we don't even know if it is. Uh-huh. Um I do agree that the weapons need to change. The skewer is just not not it. Would you rather have a singular sniper or would you want two snipers on that map? Two. You want two? Okay. Yep. Um, just for the fact that some people say it would be overpowered, but... Because of the sight lines, right? Because of the sight lines. Yeah, but that's what I've heard. Sometimes on that map, it's like just impossible to stop a flag run, right? Yeah. You put a sniper on that map in each team's hands, you might have a chance to do something. Also, since Infinite is such a team-based game, if you get one slay, sometimes you can collapse easily on that map. Um, With a sniper in your team's hands, it might slow a collapse. It might create something where like, oh, we got to be a little bit more cautious. We got the pick, but we can't just flood it. Right. Um, I think two snipers would be really interesting. Get rid of the sword or the grab hammer, whatever's on it now. Just the two snipers. I think the sword's in competitive, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. Uh, and then there's a overshield bottom mid. Yes, on the light bridge. That's fine. I mean, I'd be fine with overshield or camo to make a sneaky play around the sniper. Then you have camo making plays around the sniper. Very true. Very true. Um, I don't know. The other thing I want to say is, uh, so to, to me, this is where we are. And th- this is, I, I could be 100% wrong here because we don't have a blog post detailing it, Heinz. Uh, <laughs> all jokes aside, though. Um, now, people in chat, listeners, whatever it may be, will correct me if I'm wrong here, but this is what I'm thinking. It sounds to me as though we just replaced Bizarre Slayer with Catalyst yeah. Slayer. It's possible. But at the same time, King of the Hill has to be in comp now. Yeah, they said it was, it we was just, going. We just don't know what map it's on or maps that it's on. Right. Because it's not on Catalyst. We know that for a fact. It is in Quick Play or Bots. Right, but for HCS, it won't be. Sure. That sure, has sure, sure. been said. Yeah. We just don't know what King of the Hill I mean, is going to be on I think in terms be, of map. I think it would be good on Catalyst. That's the thing is that we saw it in the fucking trailer. Yeah. But um, maybe maybe the competitive insights team, this is where their role would come into play. Maybe they did play test it, and it's just like, hey, in a competitive aspect, it just doesn't work. I don't know. That's that's pure you, speculation. It could also, I could see at a high pro level with, it honestly it could probably get a little steamrolly. Okay. Where, because if you know how to hold the angles and where to look on that map, one person in the hill and you're holding down everything else, it could be... And maybe the sight lines are too open for static hills. Possibly. Again, pure speculation. 
I have literally no idea. Um, but so far, what well, I've seen King of the Hill on basically every map. Okay. In in ranked. Do you feel it's played better on some than others? Do you have opinions on it so far? Ooh. I enjoy it on streets. Okay. Not a fan on recharge. Okay. Um, there's two hills that really kind of irk me on that. It's bottom mid where camo is, which makes oh, sense. I have seen that. It makes sense, though, because it's a highly contested area, right? Oh, so yeah. It, you can nade the fuck out of it, too. Um, and then also where the repulsor spawns in that little tunnel is a hill. Oh. Which is like, eh. That's weird. Because you, you can basically have gold control yeah. and just look down in there and sure. keep them spawning C. How many hills are there? Do you know how many rotations there are? Oh, gosh. There's there's the bottom mid. Okay. There's elevator in A. Yep. There's the whirlpool, the, the little circle area by A. So, there's, so they didn't just replace the strongholds locations. No. Okay. Um, I felt like they could have done that. But I guess to make the hills more open. Yep. Okay. So, so I feel again, you. bottom mid. Yep. Uh, elevator and whirlpool whirlpool. There's repulsor. Oh, so, okay. Four so far. Okay. There's uh long haul kind of by C plat. Wow. Five hill locations. As far as I think that's it. Yep. As far as I remember. Okay. Because I'm trying to think what construct halo three construct had three hill locations. If I'm not mistaken, it had sniper, um, open and close street, right? Beth, you, Beth, our favorite map. Am I right on that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Construct had three hill locations. So I'm wondering if there's just more in Infinite or not. Okay, she says I think so. Yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. I'm really curious as to what they're going to do, what their plan is, because we have the FFA series. Like, we're, we're, we're nearing... We're midway through May right now. Open series returns at the end of the month. Yeah. So then the next week do, or so, we have to have something out fucking outlined. Do we miss something? Or? No, no. I Like, I've been waiting for something <laughs> to be fucking tweeted out or anything, but no, I'm not seeing shit. Yeah, we can check one more time, but like, yeah. I'm pretty goddamn sure we don't have any fucking information at all as of yet. Yeah, last one was 17 days ago. Dolby joins the HCS. Woo. So who the fuck knows, man? It's crazy, but I'm glad. So you say you enjoy it on streets though. Yeah, I do. The streets. Um, I bet there's one on rockets. Isn't there? Oh yeah. But it's the last hill. Oh, it's the last Wait, or is it the first hill? Is it the first or last hill? Damn. I don't remember. So do they do like bottom mid uh, entrance to C top a B um, is that an instance where you literally no, replace the strongholds nope. location? Really? So it's bottom mid. Okay. It's outside of B by pi- like pillars. It's like the front of it. Like, like okay. Like oh, t- so in the, like in the road. Yep. Like tires to Funny. where tires to where ra- rail starts that little square. Funny. Okay. Um, there is cafe where it's like bulldog to the front of the, they the market. They really want these to be open. And then it's uh front PD, like where the little like square is. They really that's want the these only to be cover open. in the hill yeah. is that little square. Yeah, but you die so easily yeah. in that area. And then I is is one in C, but it's like 
front sea. Right outside sea? No, like not outside, but like it's right in, in front. It's in sea, but it's it's right in that lobby area. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's not it. the stairs, it's the lobby. Yep. I think Rockets is the last one. Yeah, it, yep. Rockets is the last one. So it starts on it starts on B. Okay. So it seems like the it seems like they want them to be more open. Yep. Makes sense. Okay. Because then it's it's more of a play, especially with equipment. Drop wall to stop nades, repulsor oh, to stop yeah. nades. You have to work more together as a team. Work to more get together. Hill. Get in the hill and protect the hill. Yep. Not just dive in the hill and per- stand there. Makes you focus on different uh, sight lines as well. Yeah. Like instead of a strongholds where you know like where you should be looking depending upon where you are in the strong in the stronghold. Mm-hmm. Like I yeah I like that. Breaks up the monotony a little more too. I uh, cool. I got a I think it was just quick play because I was just running through my matches. Yeah. But I got a, I think I got a triple kill um, on King of the Hill because like their team was in the hill or around the hill. My team kept like going like the same way. Like all four of us are going to funnel through this one door. I was like, screw that. Just flanked through and had three open kills right there. Just they're all, all with their backs turned. So fucking get them. Will. sometimes going on your own does help just a little bit. Just got to be at the right time. (laughs) It's got to shit on those kids, bro. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, I'm excited to see. I mean, obviously we, we talked about it so, so often, like we were excited to see something new, something fresh in the competitive space. Um, I remember, I remember you talking about it before the game was even released. Like how cool would it be that when they release new maps and modes, we can just put them into a new season, right? Yeah. For the HCS and we're literally going to start getting that. So just, uh, excited for the future. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm, I'm really excited to see some pro teams play on it. You know, they, I've seen like, I've watched Lucid stream and yeah, it's, it's, he's great, but it's, it's not the teamwork you see when he's playing with his team. Right. Right. We're not so. seeing scrims yet. So it'll be exciting. Yep. It'll be really exciting. Can't wait. Um, the last news story that I have here, uh, is the competitive aspect for the Halo infinite update for May 13th by Unishek. Let's talk about weapon jamming. Uh, Uni said, after hammering on this since seeing the first community reports, we've been able to identify the root cause of the issue and be reverting the recent change to help get this uh, to get this into players' hands quicker. We have integrated this into our upcoming update and are eager to get this released as quickly as possible. Okay. Map traversal. A message from the level design team. With overwhelmingly strong feedback from our players, it was clear we made the mistake in removing a number of skill jumps from the game. As a result, we have brought back the following popular jumps. Live fire key door and house panel. Bizarre double doors, both sides. Aquarius P side edges with adjustment. And streets, the pizza jump. Okay. The live fire bizarre and streets jumps are one-to-one rollback to how they were before the season two update. The Aquarius P side edge jumps have been brought back with some slight adjustment to support their gameplay more officially. The collision on the Aquarius jump should now be more predictable in addition to some added pipes which aimed at more clearly indicate the collision and traversal mechanics. We hope this retains the essence of the skill and combat of the original jump. We do our best to analyze the trade-offs of different strategies, the movement of players to the levels, and the cost of or friction of traversal in different combat scenarios. In conjunction, we strive to create environments that offer a fine-tuned risk and reward experience and clearly communicate the movement opportunities in the combat space. We originally identified these jumps as falling into a couple categories. Places where the environment was poorly communicating the traversal options of the game world, 
places that created a, com a combat imbalance or a combination of both. For example, the pizza jump utilizes a small light fixture which collides the player where similar objects do not collide in other parts of the map. In addition, the pizza jump gives players access to the balcony at the cost we felt was too low and imbalanced to certain game modes, like strongholds, when evaluating gameplay and our available data. Players have made it clear that our analysis of these jumps was off target, and we value the feedback. We'd love for more jumps uh, the community discovers and embraces to evolve as the Aquarius jumps have to become more clearly communicated visually and have their rules of traversal become more explicit and predictable. However, it is a tough goal to reach for. We realize modifying certain jumps in this way runs the risk of changing their skill ceiling, their discovery, and the fun factor of what makes them interesting in the first place. Should future adjustments be needed, all these factors will be considered and player feedback will be fundamental. Moving forward, we are hoping to balance the door, uh, the double door jumps in Bazaar. The skill required from side to side varies wildly. What that balance looks like, what level of difficulty those jumps retain, and what level of visual communication is necessary are all questions we hope to answer in the future. And then more goodness. In addition to the changes above, the upcoming update will have even more improvements for the following. PC stability improvements. Addressing a rare issue preventing players from capturing zones in King of the Hill. On Bizarre, the overshield will now spawn at the start of a match. And disabling speed lines should function as intended. So there you go. Uh, later on in the regular news of the show, uh, we'll talk about the general updates for the non-competitive aspect of the game. Of which there are less. Realistically. But still good. Um... The only thing I'll say, and I'm not saying they need to do this um, because they're a game studio and they're going to do whatever they feel is best for the game, regardless of whether or not that change is quote unquote good. Um, but they say that should future adjustments be needed, all these factors will be considered and player feedback will be fundamental. My only ask, if possible, to kind of mitigate the amount of uproar would be if again, if possible reaching out to the community first, maybe flighting it first to see if the changes make sense. Because like I said, they're going to do what they want and that's in all reality, it's fine. Like they can do whatever they want. Um, but, and they understand that if they just release something again, without saying anything, the community will go in an uproar again. That's all I want to add to that. Will, is there anything you'd like to add to that? Mm -mm. Then that's it for the competitive news. Uh, Maddie says, yeah, remember the insider program and test flights? What's that? What's the Halo insider program, Maddie? Test flights? The fuck's a flight? It's a joke, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, your upcoming service of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all Halo eSports needs. Maybe buy some merch, maybe not. Not my fucking job to tell you what to do. Daily tournaments, first blood, and UMG. Check them out. I have no fucking idea if they're still happening, but the links are live, so maybe they are. Monday, May 16th, that's today. eSports Arena Series E continues. On Wednesday, May 18th. The Knights Arena Weekly Halo Whiffin 4v4 and the Magic's Ladies Only Last Spartan Standing Tourney number one. 
On Friday, May 20th, the Face It and Gamers Without Borders 2v2 tournaments for Australia, New Zealand, EU, LATAM, and NA. The LFTG, Halo Infinite 2v2, the Halo Agent 4v4. And then Friday leading into Saturday the 21st, we have the Penn Halo Springland is going to be taking place. On only Saturday, May 21st, we have the Europa Halo Spring Series open number three. And on Saturday into Sunday the 22nd, we have the Lady Spartan Pro Series Championship. It's going to be, uh, what the kids say, a banger. Hmm. Or as uh, other kids say, it's it's uh, is it going to be bussin'? Is, is this a proper use of the word bussin'? Sure, word? yeah. Yeah, it is. You sounded upset when I said bussin'. <laughs> I'm getting old. Would, would one say it is, well, uh, bussin' bussin'? Is that appropriate? I don't fucking know. Dude, I don't fucking know either. <laughs> We're 30. I, I just, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's it for your upcoming service for the week presented by NoobCabo.com. Check out NoobCabo.com for your Halo esports needs. Uh, and merch. Will! What do we got next? Roster Media! One piece here. Oh, that's some. an anime. Am I good? Yeah. Black and EU split two HCS will look very different for the hand. Today, we sadly announced the departure from EU from the EU roster of Fluxer, Lonnie, So Snakey, Inner Riots, and Turklador. Dumbledore. Uh, <laughs> Dumbledore. That's exactly what it made me think of. I know. You're... <laughs> It was an absolute pleasure working with you, and we wish you all the best. Who will be the hand in Valencia? Question mark. <laughs> there you go. Ron, Ron, Ron Weasley. It's Lun, Lun, it's Lonnie. Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. That's all we have for Roster Mania. Thank you, Will, for going through those. And uh, Relay, welcome to the live show. Uh, scrim recaps. I don't have anything for you, but because scrims I don't think have really kicked off yet. But uh, if you want to see scrim results for all the regions in the HCS, head on over to halodatahive.com um, for all your Halo statistical needs. And Will, that's just going to lead us right into the tournament league recap. So what did we have happen over the last week? Yes, we had Knights Arena monthly Halo Infinite 4v4. And here are the results. In third, fourth, we had Team XO and CN. Second was Pittsburgh Knights and first went to G2 in phase. And we, I would say, I would include what the members of the teams are if the fucking website they use wasn't ass. Same as last week. Also, eSports Arena Series E results in fourth. It's I was going to say the name first, but then realized I needed to say what place they were in. And fourth was Street Runners. Third was Default. Second was CN. And first was CC Please. CC Please included Rami, Gilkey, Triton, and Common. Nice. Next up, we have the Lady Spartan Pro Series. Again, with uh, not without controversy, but in fourth place oh was Desensitized. Third was Good Vibes. Second, Need 8's Bad. And first went to Hydra Gaming. The only thing I'm going to say, and I don't, I don't want to stir the pot, okay? I'm not trying to stir the pot. But what I find unbelievably ironic is that on one of the teams in that list... Mm -hmm. You had a person being accused of cheating by another person on that same team. 
Yes. And I'm not, and I'll just say this, the, the team won. Okay. Yeah. What? Also. The, not trying to stir the pot. Just want to throw that out there. That person also split a team prior to this because two of the members went to this team and dropped two of other members. And then, then the ac- accusation started as well. So there's also some confusion. Like, I don't know. Like, what right, the we're, fuck? We're back. <laughs> oh my God. Again, not trying to stir the pot. <laughs> Next up, the Europa Halo Spring Series open number two in fourth place was. Hey, out. Oh, you want to give me a hug? All right, come here. Come here, give me a hug. Uh, team 11 of Split 1. Third was Vexed Gaming. Second was Black Hand. And first was DeGaulle. DeGaulle included Legend, Sika, Nurex, and Shad. You're okay. She just want to give me a hug and a kiss. You're good. Next up, Padia Circuit Split 1 <laughs> Finals. In fourth place went to Pingu Pals. Third was Queen Divine. Second went to Sakura.com. And first went to Eclipse. Eclipse included Miss Kalkar and Miss Audi. It did, it did. All right. That's all we got. Nice. Uh, all right. Ready for the shitstorm of the metaphor of diarrhea that I used earlier? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, the Spartan saga continues. Bathroom break for Will? Go ahead. All right. Uh, first up, an update on Spartans. Fine. Okay. Let's talk. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Will's getting hyped up right now. Uh, all right. Let's do an update on Spartans. Fine first. So, uh, Spartan put out a tweet. Let's, we'll, we'll give it all out there first and then provide like a commentary, if you will, right? Like our, our thoughts on it. So Spartan put out a tweet and it said, paid nearly $2,000 for players to get to HCS Kansas City, fined 2500 by 343 and $750 by E United. Fuck it, we ball. And then a link to his stream. Tashi put out a series of tweets and prefaced it as Spartans fine. This has nothing to do with censoring criticism about the game. We have never levied a fine for simply criticizing the game. Other pros have tweeted against some of the changes that have come with season two in a professional way. The dev team has heard them loud and clear. This has to do with the manner in which the criticism was delivered. It goes directly against the code of conduct for pros on partner teams and is unprofessional and destructive. We know tensions are high, but we expect the league's pros to keep a cool head. We hold the pros on our partner teams to a higher standard. We have been in close contact with the United who are also levying a fine on their own accord and thank them for their support. Tyler's a good dude. We were just hanging out at the KC Major last week watching some matches together and was so happy that he was enjoying himself there and being a great representative for United in the league. Let your voice be heard. We just ask that you keep it professional. Spartan quote tweeted that and said, I was going to hit this with a ratio as a troll, but decided not to. I appreciate you and the HCS team for everything you guys do, and I have the utmost appreciation for being in the position I am. That being said, I am not sorry for anything I've said, and I stand by it. And then Tashi replied with, first, thanks for not ratioing me, haha. Second, appreciate you working with us with us on this, thank you. Finally, ultimately agree with you. We as a studio lost some trust with season two, and we need to earn that back. 
we've got good news to share real soon to start doing just that. And we, the, the, that good news was, um, the update by uni, um, regarding everything that's going to be fixed and or brought back. I believe supposedly this week, like rumored this week, because they said more info in the coming days. And that was released last week. The blog post that is. So we'll just have to wait and see. Um, and then before we get to the benching, uh, I, I included a side conversation here. And the side conversation was uh, from Jake Lucky. He states, Halo pros being fine and arm and alike for speaking out. Yeesh. Mickwin replied with, um, Rulebook says you can't disparage the league or 343. You can speak out. It's in how you do it. I think there's room for leniency on the league's part due to the game having some serious issues, but I think this tweet might paint the situation as unfair when I don't think it is. Jake said, yeah, fair take. I guess for me, when we see these amounts tonight, although punishment may be fair, for a league with unestablished salaries and not uh, not near as much income as other esports, it's got to hurt the pockets quite a bit. And McWin said, yeah, there can easily be a private discourse that maybe caps those to a percent based on average salary in the scene and things of that nature. For clarity... I know a few of the numbers, but not all. Some of them seemed a bit much, but can't make them too negligible or nobody will care. And I think orgs, pros, and the HCS should definitely have those conversations sooner rather than later. So before we get into the benching part, I just want to add my two cents here, and then, Will, I'd, I'd love to hear yours as well. Um, first up, we, we, we talked, we've talked a lot about all this stuff in the Discord, and if you're not part of that, you definitely should be. Will will shout out at the end of the show as well. Um, but regarding Spartans first tweet of paying nearly two K for players to get to HCS Kansas city and then being fined by three, four, three and E United. Now I might be just thinking too much into this tweet, but my response immediately when I first saw that, when I first saw his response was, wow, what a childish fucking thing to say that you did something out of the kindness of your heart. And it sounds like you think that you should be held up higher because you did something out of the kindness of your heart. Now, again, I could be thinking too much into that, but when I read it, that's exactly the way I felt. And Tyler, again, nothing against you personally, but I just want to say, no. If you're going to do something out of the kindness of your heart, then do it out of the kindness of your heart. Don't do it expecting something or to be absolved from something in the future based off something stupid that you said. And then uh, Tashi regarding Spartan's fine, I think he hit the nail on the head and it's something that we talked about when the fine happened. Rules are in place. He broke the rules. He pays for it. Simple as that. That's literally, if we diluted this into the most basic of things, that's exactly what happened. There are rules in place. He broke the rules. He pays the fine. Simple. And then, I know Tashi replied lightheartedly, but I just want to put my two cents on, on Spartan's reply, saying that I was going to hit this with a ratio as a troll, but decided not to. Well, how about you just don't say that? Bro, I get it. You've already been fined. Like, and you're going you're gonna to do what you're going to do because you said you're not sorry for anything you said and you stand by it. That's fine. You can stand by what you've said. Absolutely. But dude, you don't need to say, oh, I was going to do, I was going to do this as a troll. Who fucking cares? You don't need to say it. Okay. Just say you appreciate Tashi and what, and what his team does. 
And the game is obviously, hopefully, going to get better over time. And then I think Mick went hit the nail on the head as well. And you mentioned it too, Will, earlier, um, even before this fine even came to the, the picture, where if it's if it's small, if it's too negligible, people won't care. So your thoughts on the fine situation before we move on? Man, rules are rules. I don't know what else to say. Um, the facts are on the table. We all have seen it all. Um, the fine needed to come through. I, I personally, I agree with your sentiment of like, he didn't have to say the, he's going to hit this with a ratio because yeah, that just didn't need to happen. Um, but again, Spartan's just trying to throw his own personality into a tweet, which I can kind of appreciate. It's not right. so dry and stale. Absolutely. Um, he's going to be himself. Yeah. And Tashi even says it. We've in, in his reply that we've, they lost trust and need the, and deserve the criticism a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's just the, the way he went about it. Um, and <laughs> I said it last week, I'll keep saying it. Um, these orgs need to put like freaking PR reps in front of their Dude. players, Twitters, because it's, it's something that if you look at this whole situation, now there's, we'll talk about it in a little bit. There's blowback on United for it mm-hmm. for something that may, they may have never done wrong. Yep. So, um, I get it. Twitter free speech, but again, it's like, if I bash my company on social media, I'm going to get in trouble with my company. Thank you. That's literally it. That's to me. That's the biggest thing. I, I get it. He does not work for three, four, three. He does not work for Microsoft, but he works for E United, which is a partnered organization representing the HCS, which is owned by three, four, three, which is owned by Microsoft. There is a code of conduct. There is a rule book. Will, you hit the nail on the fucking head. It's something I've preached for the longest time. If you talk bad about your comp- the company that you work for in public, what the fuck you think is going to happen? And then Maddie, um, we'll get to this when we get to the benching, but Maddie um, put a screenshot of a now deleted summit tweet that I want to talk about as well. And again, hmm. we'll, we'll get to that when we get to this okay. benching. And I, I love Maddie shout out to you for putting that in there. I think it, it, it really adds another layer to the situation about the, like the, if you talk negatively about a company that you work for or affiliated with the ramifications that can have. Right. Right. Um, so should we get into the benching? Yeah, I think, I think everyone kind of came to the agreement that the fine was warranted. Yes. Now the benching. All right. And the, you know what? I'm sorry, Will. I do want to go back just briefly because there is a lot of talk I see uh, because I try to I try to look around and gauge, gauge a lot of people's uh, viewpoints on how this has all transpired, right? Okay. And I'm seeing a lot of, uh, like you said, I'm seeing a lot of, yeah, it was justified. You broke the rules. It is what it is. But I'm also seeing a lot of, well, why the fuck hasn't pro player A, B, or C been fined the same amount? Why hasn't pro player A, B, or C i uh, been fined by the HCS and their organization. They've said the same shit. Okay. To all those folks out there, I just want to say this. Every situation is different. Okay. Because everybody words their information differently. I don't know what pro player A, B, or C said 100%. 
But the fact of the matter is HCS sees those tweets, sees that feedback coming in and they will handle it how they best see fit. And if it breaks the rules to their rules, then they will take action. You don't need to worry about that. Worry about yourself. Spartan benches himself on E-United. This is from Spartan. He says, shedding some tears as I type this. As the title states, I'm officially on the bench. I'd like to make it clear that I have put myself here and it was no one else's choice but my own. Before I dive into it, I'd like to make it clear it had absolutely nothing to do with the fine debacle either. This is a completely separate uh, issue and it's completely, and it's absolutely nothing to do with anything. Okay. Anything related to the fines that is, this is absolutely something to do with something else. Leading up to the release of Halo Infinite, I was extremely excited to be a part of this organization and a part of this roster. I knew if we put the time in, we could win. We showed that at Raleigh when we finished second. We grinded harder than any other team, and obviously we, sh- we fell short to C9, but ultimately, we showed up. Moving forward from the event, I was still super excited and confident in my team, and I truly felt we could win a tournament together. Fast forward to two weeks before Anaheim, just days before the roster lock. I get a random text from Nick, King Nick, at 3 a.m. asking why we're trying to drop him. I'm like, what are you talking about? Come to find out Ryan, Ryan Oob, is trying to have him dropped for formal. United management is going along with it as well. I lost full. We're 30. Yeah. I just fucking hate. I, I hate that. I lost full. Okay. I couldn't believe such a big change was being done without my knowledge and without my permission. I was baffled. I basically told everyone involved that they were all unbelievable. We just finished second at a major tournament and we were making strides in two weeks before an event. You try to have a player replaced without my knowledge or permission. My duo. Nonetheless, already have thoughts on that ever since, ever since then, the entire dynamic of the team has taken a hit. We have little to no faith in each other. Trust is out the window and chemistry downhill, our chemistry downhill, our team play, everything. It is shown. We've gone from second to third to fourth. To be honest with everything that has happened, I don't even know how we got third or fourth in Anaheim or Kansas City. After Kansas City ended, I've received offers from multiple teams. Now, it'd be one thing if I was just trying to up and leave the team because I wanted to leave and that was the only reason. It's not. I cannot continue to carry on and perform under such egregious circumstances. How do you expect me to perform with turmoil and the team imploding? There's no player that I could envision coming to E-United that would make me comfortable with the team dynamic and now knowing how E-United management is treating me, plus putting me in handcuffs, I will not be forced to play on their accord. I play and I compete on my own accord, nobody else's. I will not be forced to continue playing with the team in a downward spiral. It's not good for mine or anybody else's mental. One team I would like to go to, and they're even willing to buy me out, but E-United is holding me. They plan on holding me until the end of my contract and not letting me go anywhere. So there it is. I decided to put myself on the bench in order to save myself from unplayable circumstances. I want to win. I want to perform to the best of my ability. I cannot do it 
under these circumstances. To Nick, you're a god, especially for continuing to play the way that you have after what you went through. Tim, you've been nothing but a pleasure to team with in every aspect. Ryan, you are beyond intelligent and I have learned a ton from you. However, you need to learn to stop shooting yourself in the foot and it's sabotaging teams. You have done this on countless teams you have been on and it's worked out the same every single time. I truly hope you have learned. And Kyle, appreciate you stepping in and coaching and consistently having my back on a plethora of topics. You've been a phenomenal coach and getting to know you was incredible. I'm sad that this has that this is what it has come to. Truly. I believed we could have taken it to the top, but in the end, people's words and actions caused an implosion. I truly do not know what this means for my career. I'm going to be watching from the sidelines for the foreseeable future until my contract expires, which is seven days after Worlds in October. This means I will not be able to compete in any of the online pro series, the HCS NA Super, Orlando, or Worlds. My pay is significantly reduced to an unlivable wage. But you know what? I stand firm in what I believe in. I will not be strong-armed into playing. To all of my fellow competitors, I'll be cheering you guys on from the sidelines. Kick some ass and I'll be shooting back at you as soon as I can. Before we get to thoughts, I'm going to read E United statement because they did provide one. And then Spartan's couple replies. Okay? Sound good? E United responded with the following E United is. Jesus Christ. E United is disappointed to hear that Spartan is choosing to bench himself. We were surprised by his decision to take to social media to present a narrative that we feel is not accurate nor indicative of the entire situation. Over the past few days, Tyler has expressed his feelings to us about making a change, at which time he threatened to bench himself if we were unwilling to meet his demands. We have listened to his requests and worked in conjunction with him to formulate a plan that the entire team was aware of and agreed upon, including Tyler. We have always strived to listen to our players' feedback, wants, and needs, but trying to coerce a change while under contract is, in our opinion, unwarranted and inappropriate. Despite this, E-United has recently received some interest in Tyler, but is yet to obtain a formal buyout offer in any form or substance from another organization. After discussing possible options with the entire team, in an effort to accommodate Tyler's wishes, we did reach out directly to another organization to explore potential trade options. E-United has yet to receive a formal response from that organization. Our intention is to build around Tyler for the foreseeable future. We want to see Tyler succeed, but ultimately we must make a decision that best serves the organization and all the players on the team. Tyler is choosing to hastily bench himself prematurely before any final decisions have been made. We are aware of the pressure that comes from being a world-class player, and we recognize Tyler's passion, but hope we can find a solution that works for everyone involved. We have no intention of holding Tyler on the bench. This decision is of his own accord. But we need to find a solution that is beneficial for all parties. While we navigate this situation, the door will always be open for Tyler to return to the starting roster. Additionally, we will continue to listen to any legitimate trade or buyout offer that is mutually beneficial and is of like kind or um, commensurate with Spartan's ability and reputation. And then Spartan said the following. 
quote, received no formal offer, end quote. Hard for other orcs to make an offer when you tell their managers our player is not for sale, untradeable, and will not be playing under anyone other than EU this year. And my demands were that I wasn't teaming with Ryan. Either we get someone to replace him or I would like to leave. We couldn't get anybody I wanted because no orgs would let their players come. But yes, let's flip the script on me. You want to go or you want me to? Um, go ahead. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah. it's a lot to unpack. Right. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's so much here that it's like. He, okay, so what? I, what I'm? Uh, I'm just gonna lay it out here. Do it up. Now before. I'm sorry. I always do this to you. I'm sorry. Uh, before we do that, Ryan has yet to say anything. Yeah. Uh, Nick has yet to say anything. Constructive, I'll say. He joked about, like, Echidna getting on for scripts. Right, right, but, right. But, like, nothing. I, I don't think either of them, I also don't think Rain, the three of them, have said anything in an official capacity regarding the situation as of the recording of this show. So we are literally going off of Tyler and E United. Go. So from what I'm understanding, before KC, when formal was available, before must have been before the optic signing. Yeah. So this must have been even before when was the Anaheim? Because they talked about getting third and then fourth, which was then Anaheim and Kansas City. Correct. I believe. So when formal was available, it sounds like Ryan was lobbying for formal to, to come on board and E United was going along with it from Tyler's words to that. I say you have a top tier talent out there as a free agent and you're mad that your org's looking into options about it. Like Spartan has said many times that he wants to be the best. Like he's grinding. He wants to be better bringing formal on board. I believe would do that for that team. Anyway, so before you continue, uh, formal officially was announced to be part of Optic Halo's team on February 18th, 2022, um, just five days after Anaheim had concluded. Right. I'm just throwing that out there for context. Because he played, Sent he played with Sentinels. Uh, yes. Yep, because Pistola was still on the Optic when they got second. Correct. Yep, and I said that they should have stuck together, but, you know. So, um, so that would have had to been back then, and now all this is coming out. Yes. Um, which is weird to me. Why it says, like, before Kansas, I, I don't know. Two weeks before Anaheim is when they were looking to. Oh, yeah, two weeks before Anaheim, yeah. Yeah, looking so it to says it. So all this is coming out now. So that means Spartan's just been mad for this long. Three months. Mm -hmm. um, he demanded that they, instead of, so now where, where they were looking at possibly getting rid of Nick or who knows who else. Um, because I believe the one text 
Go ahead. I'll, I'll read what he so, said in a minute. Good. The, yeah. the, the one text, I don't know, literally proves anything. It's just texting. Um, uh, org has to weigh its options. It's a business. And org has to do with the best interest of the organization. Yes. Um, so the fact that Spartan's so upset about the org being willing to drop Nick for a new player is now upset that they won't drop Ryan or himself. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of contradicting there. Um, he praises Nick for sticking through the, the, the drama and the turmoil. And I believe honestly, Spartan's a pro like even NFL teams, like they're dysfunctional, but they stick together till the end until their, their contracts done. And then they move on, get traded, whatever it may be. And if I'm not mistaken, and they now, play and get their money now, granted the HCS is not at the level of no. an NFL, but I'm with you where the organization, excuse me, the organization is going to do with the best interest of the organization. And if it feels that a different player would provide a better result on that team, they're going to try to get that better player on that team to potentially get a better result. Literally in any sport, that's the case. And it's up to the team and the coaching staff to make it work. Every team can have a problem person. I'm not talking strictly in the HCS. I'm talking literally any sport, any traditional sport. Yeah. A team can have a trouble, uh, a problem player. I mean, literally look at Patrick Beverly on the Timberwolves. He's bounced around and he's, he is like, he's like the Spartan where he's, he's the outspoken one. He's the one that is vocal about everything. And he's the like energized one, I guess you could say. Yeah. And it's, so Beth says Spartan's the Deshaun, the, the Deshaun Watson of Halo. I would actually say Spartan is the Baker Mayfield of Halo. A little, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> like if you know the Baker but, Mayfield situation, that's like, yeah. Okay. Um, he goes on to say, you know, trust is lost be between the team and all this. Um, again, I, I would say even though trust is lost, you guys placing top four still means there's some potential with that team. Um, now I get it. You want a good team dynamic and all that, but sometimes you just have to play with the hand you're dealt. There so was, to speak. I, I can agree with you to an extent. There was also something said on like a uh, inside the NBA um, with Shaq and the guys. And it was talked about how if you don't have, if you don't have respect on the team, like if you don't respect your teammates, um, then that that can cause mass dysfunction and you'll never get anywhere with that. I agree. Now, with this four-player oh, roster, oh, it's difficult. Yeah, but but here's the thing too. Like, esports aren't dynasties anymore. Like, sure, we've had a few, right? Oh, Sentinels feel like they're back at it. Sentinels. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Um, I mean, COD and Optic, but... For yeah. ma the majority of teams, their roster changes every year, if not sooner. True. I mean, yeah. Just a, yeah. like, from my point of view, Spartan literally had to play two more major events, a major in the worlds, and then some pro series, mm -hmm. a few pro series, to continue to get paid a salary, deal with the situation, and get off. Now, I get wanting to stand up for what you believe in and 
not wanting to, to deal with someone that you perceive as being shady behind your back. But man, like if last minute team drops, player drops, team changes, isn't Halo, what is, you know, like we've seen that consistently throughout Halo's career. Yeah. Um, and what Nick and rain there, wait, King Nick is a newer player. Yes. Newer pro. Yes. So if the team feels like he isn't up to par of what they wanted as a, I mean, United's a top tier organization. They want some top tier players. Maybe I, I don't, Nick's been doing fine from my per- perspective, but I, I guess I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So, um, so I do think this is an overreaction. Yeah. I do think, yeah. you know, United put out their, their statement. Spartan replied about received no formal offer. Well, they may not have received a formal offer. Um, the, the rumors I've heard about Pistola is that no one's bought him out because optics at his buyout price, like astronomically high, like no one can even touch it. Sure. So he's stuck on that roster. Sure. Um, I wonder if there's like a loan option. Loan you know player. I mean? because they, they do that in Valorant. I know because we, we saw it with tens where he was loaned to Sentinels and then I think they bought him out. Yeah. Um, again, your, your counter, your demand was to basically do the thing to Ryan that they were trying to do to Nick is just kick him out and bring in a new player. Um, which then, yeah, he literally said that. Yeah. Yep. Um, and it just sucks. Cause like, I, I liked the new trajectory Spartan was on until this point. Uh huh. It's just frustrating. I thought I thought things were maybe uh, changing. Yeah. Um, and then this kind of puts a bad light on United for possibly a, just a little bit of mismanaging players. Also, behind the scene talks could just be talks, just spitballing ideas. Nothing was, I don't know, it, nothing was ever obviously solidified. According to E United, nothing, no legitimate offer was put on the table. It was all talks. So there you go. No formal offer was given for anything. For for Spartan, for formal, nothing. Yep. So that's 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 where I'll leave it. I I I feel like Spartan has more to give to the the HCS and could be a really good player. Um it's it's unfortunate that he's decided to bench himself. I think he could stay on that roster. They could continue to be competitive with just their level of skill that they've shown. Um, just kind of a frustrating situation on my end. I can agree with that. Let's get to what uh, Nick said. So Maddie put in the chat here. Nick said a few things on a stream. The team has hated each other since Raleigh. Ryan, Rain, and Chig got in a call about dropping Nick for formal. Okay, so they were all in on it. Okay, yep. Uh, Nick found out from other pros, I wonder how that got out, and then asked Tyler about it. Said he's in a tough spot because he's a new pro, so he has to think about what he does or how he reacts, as in like Nick. Because we already know how Spartan reacts. (laughs) Interesting. So clearly the dynamic is gone. As, As Spartan put it, he lost full. Sounds like the team lost full. Um, I'm 30, by the way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Any uh, other any other thoughts that you want to get out with that? Oh, absolutely. So, um, I'm just gonna I'm scrolling up here. Um, yeah, they put the work in, but that happened. Um, the EU management going along with it as well. Yep, because they're gonna do what's in the best interest of uh, their organization. And if it, you know what? Oh man. Maybe I'm maybe I'm the asshole here, but it was said multiple times from other pros about how Nick just runs in and like is desperate to get the kill. Yeah. Which does not you put your team in good position. I'm not necessarily calling Nick the weak link on the team, but if you're consistently doing that, you're not helping either. And now that's something that can be taught though. It's just whether or not he's been he's he's willing to be taught. Right? He's willing to learn. He's willing to be coached in that regard. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely something to keep in mind as well. Uh so there is that. Um I couldn't believe such a big change was being done without my knowledge and without my permission. They don't need your permission. Plain and simple. They do not need your permission at all unless unless it's in your contract if it's not in your contract they don't need anything from you okay just get that out there um and then it talks about his their their play, which we understand is not the greatest thing in the world. Um, I received multiple. I received offers from multiple teams. Okay, you received offers from multiple teams. Did E United receive offers from you? Like, did E United receive offers to to get you out? Because it sounds to me like no formal offer, according to E United, was ever given to them. So maybe you were told something, but it doesn't sound like they were told something. If you know what I mean. I don't know what the fuck that warning was that came up. Um, how do you expect me to perform with turmoil and the team imploding? I don't necessarily expect you to. And Will and I kind of have differing opinions on that. Um, Maddie, I understand where you're coming from. Maddie says, but I will say if I were the GM of an org and the team wanted a roster change, I would ask the entire roster was on board. I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, the, the reason why I can more so understand this is because it is only four players on the team versus like an entire traditional sports team. Um, and then Maddie said, E United proposed a trade for Ryan, which to me shows that EU wants him on the roster. It makes me wonder if Tyler even considered that before benching himself. And E United did say in their statement that they want to build around Tyler. Yeah, I understand Maddie wants Tyler on the roster. Yeah, because in E United statement, they said that they want to build around Tyler. So there is that. There is that. Um, he, and then again, going back to what Smart was saying, one team I would like to go to, uh, and they're even willing to buy me out, but E United is holding me. They plan on holding me until the end of my contract, not letting me go anywhere. So he's saying that they're willing to buy him out and E United is holding them. But again, from E United's standpoint, it sounds like that no actual offer was on the table. 
So this could all just be he said, she said. We don't know. Again, this is literally only two viewpoints that we have right now. Probably the two biggest ones, but still two viewpoints. Um, I don't know how much can be said around the statement to Ryan regarding the imploding of other teams. Um, so I don't know about that. Lord, we should be back up. So I don't know. Try refreshing, bud. Um, but I have heard through the grapevine a while ago, like back in the day, that Ryan's done things like this. So I don't know how valid it is, but um, Tyler said the response, the manager of the new team was told he is untradeable, et cetera. Okay. Well, do we have that in writing? Tyler and Ryan should have just stuck together with the hating each other part and just not team together. And this could have all been avoided. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, Hey, we, we remember when that United roster was originally announced. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Here we are. Clearly. Holy shit. Um, I truly do not know what this means for my career. I'm going to be watching from the sidelines for a further foreseeable future until my contract expires, which is seven days after Worlds in October. This means I'll not be able to compete in anything. Um, United's response to that was he can play if he wants to. He has, he has a starting spot on the roster. If he wants it, he can have it. Um, there's that. And... Uh, we don't know. And Hey, if they receive an actual legitimate offer, then they'll take it into consideration. But until then, no, he's under contract for United. Fuck off. Sorry, not sorry. And then my pay is significantly reduced to an unlivable wage. That's what you get. It's kind of his doing. Why the fuck? If I were, if I was your, if you were working for me, but you weren't working, why the fuck would I pay you? I wouldn't. And then I bet in the contract somewhere they have like a league minimum or an org minimum that they pay you for salary. And since he's not playing for the organization, I bet he gets that minimum. And I've heard, now I don't know how true this is because this isn't being listed here, but uh, I've heard that it went from being paid in the thousands to being paid in the hundreds. Per month. It was like 5,500 a month, like 500 a month. Yeah. Something like that. Now again, we don't, a month, I don't remember. We that. don't know how true that is. Right. Just speculation. It's speculation, but that is what we've, that's what we've gotten. Yeah. So he said 300. Well, 300 a month. Yeah. From then it was like from 3000 to 300 a month. And see, this is, this is the whole, this is getting back. 5,300 to 300. It's okay. You were, you were, you were there. <laughs> that it brings it back to the whole thing of if you say something, you're going to face the consequences. You are literally a player that is under contract for a partnered organization or just an organization in general that has their own rules. You signed a contract. You are now facing the consequences of not doing your job. I get you're frustrated. I wouldn't want to be in that situation. I wouldn't want to play for players who I feel like stabbed me in the back. Like, I get it. 
But at the same time, you did it to yourself. Like, I hate... I get it, he's going to be himself, and that's fine. I don't want you to change, necessarily. But I want you to grow up. That's what I want. That's what I want Tyler to do. I want Tyler to grow up. Because now we're looping back to it. Maddie posted in the discord and now deleted summit tweet. And this is what that tweet said. I feel like going in on an org on social media is like shouting to other orgs, how much of a possible liability you could be. (laughs) Companies talk organizations talk, right? There's like that general rule of where, or maybe it's even a law. I'm not entirely certain that you're not supposed to talk bad about a previous employee of your company. You know what I mean? But you best believe people talk to one another. And if you are being vocal in public online about your disdain of something and being highly negative and not being constructive, not being professional, you best believe everybody else is is looking, listening, and paying attention to the same thing you're the fuck saying. Spartan, Tyler, again, I get you're frustrated. I understand it. I've ne- I can say I understand it even though I've never been put in that situation because I can clearly see that it's fucking shitty. Like, I get that. But you, you are a professional Halo player. Okay? Tyler, you're not, you're not a kid anymore. Okay? You're not a kid. You're a grown-ass adult who, frankly, needs to start acting like a grown-ass adult. When somebody comes at you online, like as being a fucking piece of shit, like if somebody's doing that, hey, free reign, go for it, man. Fuck it. Talk shit, get hit. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it. If somebody's being an absolute asshole to you for literally no reason, go ahead, clap back. All you. But you're a fucking professional and you're an adult. If anything, hold yourself up in a higher regard. Just do better. It's when I read through this the now the third time, like I internally, I laughed at some of the things you mentioned because I get it. You, you're, you're a very emotional person. You're, you're speaking about this. You even said at the very beginning, shedding some tears as I type this, this is a very emotional uh, post that you made. PR or not just Grow up. And there's a reason why I did not include, um, if, if you've been on Twitter, Reddit recently, then you would see that there are um, some previous EU United players, not of the Halo team, but just previous uh, previous EU United players in other games vocalizing their opinions on EU United as a whole. And the reason why I did not include them in the show is because I am trying to give benefit of the doubt for the current management that is at the company. 
of the current GM of the Halo roster. And because I don't know about all those situations in the past, and that's one account from one person about the past. Okay? So we we have even less of a story on that side of the on that side of the table. But at least with this, we have the back and forth between the player and the organization as a whole. So that's what I wanted to emphasize in this show. So yeah. The whole point is the organization is going to do what's in the best interest of the organization. Plain and simple. Doesn't matter what organization or company it is. It's going to do it's going to make the best decision it feels for its organization or company. Zarn is welcome back. Martin also welcome back. And Zarn, thank you for the 12-month resub. The year one, baby. You get a woo! Um, are you making a poll? I am. Do it up. Make the poll. Um, but yeah, it's just... Do you submit it? Yeah. Will Spartan play on E United at or before Worlds in October? Nice. All right. Well, I, I, oh, fuck. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Unless Ryan's gone. But hey, clearly, apparently, Rain and, and Chig were also in that call. Yeah. You going to drop the whole roster? I don't know what the fuck is going to happen, but um, the fact of the matter is this. Tyler, the organization doesn't technically owe you anything. They hired you. You are realistically speaking, an employee of a United. Okay. And you're benching yourself for a very shitty situation. Obviously. Oh God. What's up tools player solidarity. Fuck you. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Come on. Oh my God. Spartan needs to grow the fuck up. I'm all for speaking your mind but you're an adult start acting like one you're under contract plain and simple. And frankly, you are in a very shitty situation with your team. And I don't wish that upon anybody. I don't because we talk about it all the time. We want more competition at the top. And the only way that's going to happen is teams are clicking. And clearly that one's not anymore. So who the fuck knows what's going to happen there? Did everybody get their votes in? We'll see. I, I put a five. It was either like one minute or five minutes. So I put it for five minutes. All right. I guess we can just wait. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll wait a little bit. Is there anything else you'd like to add to finalize this part? I, it's such a <laughs> tough situation for me. Yeah. Because. I do understand like not wanting to play with people that you feel are going behind your back. hundred percent. I don't agree going at the org for it because it literally was the players going behind your back and then going to the org about it. Um, should, Oh, should he continue to play? I think he should for his own benefit. Um, 
show continue continue to show that you are a top player that you can put up stats that you can function on a team because if you can function on a team that is falling apart and you guys can still win it'll show how valuable you are and then could potentially either a get him his next deal with united or next deal with whatever team he wants to go to Tool says, hard disagree. Players will always have the uh, players always have the option to hold out. I respect the hell out of players who do what they think is best for them. Well, yeah, that's fine that they're doing what's best for them, but there are consequences to actions, as with the contract. He says he's mad at the org because they won't sell him or trade him, not because they were okay with the nick drop. They, he's mad at both tools. He literally said he's mad at both. Also, E United find him on top of the HCS fines with any show Spartan that they weren't on his side. No, they find him because. He broke their rules too. Not that he wasn't on, not that they weren't on his side. What are you talking about? Oh, from his perspective? I mean, okay. And he's fine to have his thoughts on it, but clearly Maddie says they can hold out, but I'm not going to feel sorry for you. Now, if the org is actually telling teams he's not tradable, etc., and telling us he is, then shame on them, but I need receipts. Agreed with that. Agreed with that. But no, and tools, for the record, like I'm I I'm fine if players want to hold out if it's if they feel it's in the best interest for them. But I don't want to hear you then bitching that you're facing the consequences of holding out. That's that's my point. He did not need to talk at all about the money that he was not making anymore. Because he decided to bench himself. But he did. Because that's who he is. He came out and said it anyway. You need to face the consequences of the actions that you're doing. Not one. It was 86% for no. I mean, somebody voted yes. All right, see you later, Tools. Have a great night. Love you, man. Rhino versus Spartan on stream. Oh, God. A high, pay, a high bio does not prove for me. Agreed. All the former EU players coming forward and saying that they did the same thing as the receipts. No, it's not. It's literally one viewpoint, again, from players who have not been part of the team since, what, 2020? 2018, 2019, I think is what it was. A while ago. I t Will, you, you, you said it. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking hard situation. It's really hard. Because I don't want to sit here and sound like, if Tyler somehow hears this, I don't want to sit here and sound like, oh, you need to do what I tell you to do. Because fuck that. No. You, you should absolutely be able to make your own decisions. And that it sounds like was what you're doing. You're making your own decision to bench yourself. But like I said, personally, I think you're doing yourself a disservice and you're sounding just fucking, you're sounding like a child when you go on and then complain about you deciding to bench yourself. Now the situation's terrible. Because yeah. clearly the team dynamic isn't there anymore. And obviously, like, I don't think anybody would want to play in that situation if the team dynamic wasn't there. 
but you put yourself in that situation of benching yourself. It's just fucking like, and then others have, so, so fresh citrus welcome. He says proud team Ryan knew, but can't blame Ryan for trying to improve a team. Then when the move doesn't even happen, you bench yourself as in Spartan. And then even to counter that fresh, I saw another comment earlier on where it's like, um, Ryan, you could have, could have handled this better as well. I mean, all they had to do. I mean, yeah. I mean, he, literally the only thing he had to do was pull Spartan and Nick in like the whole team should have been a part of that call saying formals available. We would, we are interested in moving forward. Right. Yeah. We're interesting in make, we're interested in potentially making a play for him. Um, let me let me try to step into Ryan Noob's shoes right now, though. Go for it. And now, b- before you do, it was also said. Uh, uh, I I forgot who said it, Maddie. It was I think it was either you or Beth that said um, the, oh my god, that Ryan Noob could have handled it better, but he he is an older pro who is used to these things happening like they are. Yeah. Go ahead. So if Spartan and King Nick are a duo, that duo that means Ryan and Rain were mm-hmm. the duo coming in. They are. So they we know li- that too. They, they literally like the whole Discord call thing. Relay, I apologize. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Thank you for the clarification. Go ahead. The whole uh, the whole Discord call thing could have just been a simple like, hey, formal uh, formal's available. Ryan and or. Yeah, Ryan and Rain are talking. They're maybe scrimming, playing together. And let's pull in Chig to see what he thinks about this. And then Chig's like, oh, I like that idea. Let's go to, you know, let's go to, to United about it. United may have never, they may have said, they, I mean, if a, play, if a coach comes to me and said, hey, this might be a good idea. Okay, we'll look into it. But then they never offered anything. United never extended for formal. Like, I feel like this is, it's just being blown up way too much. Way more, way more than it it possibly ever was. Yep. And you know what? It all stems from communication and a failure in communication. Yep. Um, I mean, but then the thing is though, if you pull Ryan and, or not Ryan, uh, Spartan and King Nick into that call, into that discussion. Where does that conversation go? Yeah. Aren't aren't things just going to blow up from even taking the, a look at formal? Cause then they're all going to argue over who's going to be dropped. Yeah. I want to know where a level headed discussion can take place with that team, Mm -hmm. with that team. That's what I want to know because you have an old head in Ryan. You have a very vocal individual in Spartan. You have the newbie in Nick and you have the reserved, I guess you could say in rain, right? Where does a civil discussion come out of that from the entire team? Beth says if they can't communicate openly, then they shouldn't be a team then. Okay, that's true. Very true. That's where the whole, wait, Ryan Noob and Spartan are teaming thing in the beginning? Yeah, I couldn't believe it. Shock to everyone. Still couldn't believe it. And then uh, Relay and Beth, thank you for the additional clarification that, yes, it was Snakebite that said it, and then Relay relayed it in here. So thank you. Got it. (laughs) All right. 
I think I think we've, we've I think that's about it, man. I don't yeah. know what else to say about it other than what like what could have gone right when you're looking at dropping someone from that team. Yeah. Uh, the, the, what I will say as well is that I'm, I'm not picking a side here. I don't have a side to pick because both sides did things stupidly and incorrectly, um, to where, well, like you said, if this was just done a little differently, there would have never been an issue. It's all about your perspective from the situation. You know what I mean? Like everybody probably feels like their hands are clean when they may or may not be. Hit them with the quote. Yo, Yogi, thank you for the follow. Greatly appreciate it. Ryan seems more knowledgeable about his moves for his team than Spartan would. I, I don't know. I mean, I, like I said, I don't necessarily know if Nick would have been the quote-unquote weak link of the team, but from what we've heard from others, it sounds like he does get soloed a lot, um, and that doesn't help the team either. And we know the caliber of player that formal is. But then we talked about the whole coaching and te- like teaching aspect. If he's able to learn, he's able to grow. I don't want to throw him under the bus right away because a couple events didn't go your way. And Yogi, yes. That is, yep. It's the basis of the fine. It's the basis of the benching. He has not been very professional. Um, okay. Discussion can continue to happen in the chat, but I think we aired out everything. I had a thing here about the make Baker Mayfield situation. I was going to oh. compare the two. I did it in discord already. You you did it earlier. I did. Well, yeah, I just said that. It, well, it's not okay. I'll fuck it. It's not a one-to-one representation, but literally you have Baker Mayfield who is an outspoken vocal, uh, quote unquote, former quarterback of the Cleveland Browns. Um, and he is now also in a very shitty situation with the Browns where the Browns wanted to go get Deshaun Watson. Didn't really talk to Baker beforehand because they don't need to. They got Deshaun Watson allegations aside. Okay. That's not anything to scoff at, but I'm just saying allegations aside, they got Deshaun Watson because they believe that he can help their team win championships and they don't believe Baker can do that. And then Baker very expressive in his thoughts has also not been the most professional in that regard, but now he is also in a situation where he is still on that team because guess what? He's got a contract. Nobody wants to pay for you. Nobody needs to pay for you because he'll he, eventually his contract will go up. It'll be an unrestricted free agent. And then people can buy him for cheaper. And that's another comparison I wanted to make. Thank you for letting me go on this. This is another comparison I wanted to make. Spartan did not put himself in a great situation here either. Okay. Because realistically other organizations. Now, again, he said that there have been offers for him, but according to E United, there hasn't been a formal offer on the table for him. So again, it could just be, he said, she said, but regardless, if I were another organization, regardless if he's a top five player, I saw a comment earlier, regardless if he's a top five player, If I was an organization out there and I knew that he wanted out because he benched himself, if I knew he wanted out, why would I pay top dollar for you? You don't want to be there. 
Why would I pay top dollar for you? Unless I absolutely unbelievably needed your ass. SSG. <clears throat> True. But like, why, why would I pay an exorbitant amount of money for you? I have my roster. I'm all right right now. I'll just wait for your contract to expire and then buy it for cheaper. You benching yourself didn't help the scenario. I'm all for speaking your mind. I'm all for doing what you think is in your best interest. And you thought that this is in your best interest because the team imploding, understandable, 100%. But like Will mentioned, you still competing, trying to make the best out of a really shitty situation, if you're any at all possible able to, only helps your chances. But nobody, nobody's doubting his skill. Nobody's doubting that a Spartan skill as a player. Absolutely no one. But if I'm an organization, I know you want to be bought. Why the fuck would I pay top dollar? There's no point. Just like every NFL team looking at Baker Mayfield right now. Why would they fucking bother? They know the Browns need to get rid of him at some point. Because that's just more money coming out of the, the Browns pocketbook at the end of the day. But his contract's going to expire. And when that happens, he's an unrestricted free agent and they can scoop him up for pennies on the dollar. Simple as that. And then from a United side of thing, they're also stuck, right? I'm not trying to throw the blame on Spartan completely. No, United's fucked too. Because they have a player that doesn't want to play for them on their team who literally benched themselves. And now United's sitting there like, well, fuck, now we have to find somebody else to play. Echidna. I'm down for that. Fuck it. Bring her in. I mean, hey, Nick said get on scrims. Uh, joking aside. But no, it's United's in a bad situation too because they obviously want more money for him because they understand the type of player that he is, the skill that he has, and they don't want to give him away for pennies on the dollar. Same as the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland wants to get trade value. They want trade capital. They want money. For Baker Mayfield. They're not going to get it. And there he, there he is sitting on the bench. Now I'm not taking into consideration if Deshaun Watson has to sit out because of suspension or blah, 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 depending upon what comes from that. But the fact of the matter is Deshaun Watson is going to be their starting quarterback. And Baker Mayfield's more than likely sitting on the bench. And no team is making a move for him because they don't need to. So yeah. All right. That's all I'm going to add. Thank you for letting me get my Baker Mayfield. After thing we've there. gone through like, that's it. Like four times. Hey, that's you know, it. It's, it's our topic. You know, it is what it is. Fuck it. Let's get into some regular news. Halo infinite update for May 13th. Um, this time the normal aspect of it. Um, will you want to hit the button again? Who's the spy? Oh, Unishek. Thank you. Campaign speed running. Making its return to campaign with this upcoming update, the tank gun has found its way home above Outpost Tremonius. 343 giveth, taketh away, giveth back yet again. <laughs> In regards to some of the other common strategies, many of them are far more complicated as they are closely intertwined with the work we've been doing in preparation for co-op, but we'll continue to explore our options. In other words, your fusion coil stuff, pelican, um, glitch, all that stuff gone. Still more goodness. In addition to the changes, the upcoming update will have even more improvements based on community feedback, equipment pods and last Spartan standing will now feature all equipment rather than just power equipment. 
So your repulsors, your grapple shots, your drop walls, all that shit. The Rakshasa, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, Armor Core's leg when using body types 1 and 2 will look as intended. Sweet. In campaign, collected Spartan cores will accumulate correctly and a player's balance should now always be accurate. Some players with campaign saves from pre-season 2 ended up with their Spartan Core balance and equipment upgrade stack or equipment upgrade track in a bad state. This should now be resolved. Pelican vehicle drops will match their pre-season 2 frequency and type. Wasp respawn timers on high power will also be brought in line with their season one timers. I fucking hate that map. And in BTB, fire team color markers should be applied to your matchmaking fire team again. Goody. Our team is working hard to get as much as we can in this update as quickly as we can, but there's still a few more steps we need to take before we can release it out in the wild. We'll share more on this update specific release timing in the next few days. And again, this was last week, so we expect it soon. If not, now? I don't know. But uh, there's that. So. Are you checking for the blog? Uh, not for the blog, just to see if anything had happened. They're looking into matchmaking times for like top tier players because apparently they literally just can't find ranked matches. Which is fucking I've seen sad. that for a couple people, yeah. Yeah. So, that's that's all. That's all I got. Um, oh, was it the three side to every story one? Oh, okay. There's three sides to every story. And we only have two of the three sides right now. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. That's it for the regular news, believe it or not. God of the games, watch! I wanted to only include one fucking thing here, Will. Because introduce the meme... Stop the vote. Stop the count. We're done. The Minnesota Rocker are now 2-0 in the standings. We're top of the standings right now. 6-0 map count. Same with Optic Dallas. 6-0 map count. 3-0 LA Gorillas and 3-0 the Thieves. That we did. We're stopping right now. We're done. Get in the major. Number one <laughs> seed, baby. I got to correct you because you've said it a couple times. It's Optic Texas now. Optic Texas. There we go. Optic Dallas, Texas. <laughs> sure. Optic Dallas, Austin, Texas. D great. You're, Optic you're... Dallas, Austin, Cowboys, Texas. Okay, can we move on? Optic Yeehaw, Dallas, Austin, Cowboys, Texas. <laughs> Is there a reset button on this thing? Optic, Texas. Got it. Thank you. I'm sorry I keep fucking that up. <laughs> it's all good. I think it's great. But you know what? I'm not fucking up. Rocker winning, baby! Woo! right <laughs> i just really wanted to include that because i saw the results i'm like how the f what holy shit mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's crazy to me and beth is right optic dallas does sound better and optic gaming sounds even better than any of those true that's it for cod and other games watch all right. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Nailovers. Another game's too. Will, did you punch a table? No. No. Oh, this did not sound confident. No. Okay. I had to think about it, but I did not. All right. What did you play? There's a reason why I asked that question. Uh, played Halo Infinite. Ooh, there it is. Uh, 
I just typed on here, give me the XP because I want to get through the battle pass. I think I'm up to like level 62 or 4. Um, <laughs> did you buy the premium pass? Or I no? did. Okay, I bought the premium pass too. So I've just been going. Um, That's crazy. Holy I, shit. I, I really wanted the uh, the AI you get at level 50. Yeah, are you rocking it right now? Yeah. What does it sound like? He's angry. I don't know. Oh, but he actually talks? Yeah. Okay, because like, there's no preview option for it. Right. In the UI. So I'm yep, like, what the fuck does this even sound like? Yep. Have a good night, goalie. Justin LeFleche. So yeah, it's no, it's good. Um, he talks about how uh, you're a waste be, uh, working for humans and things like that because oh, you're so such he, a powerful He shit being. talks you? A little bit. Okay. No. Not really. No, it's more like a, a pump. He pumps you up telling you how good you are, but like, and then brings you down, but brings you down being like, you're such a waste for humanity, you know? Cause you're, you're such a great killing machine. That's so funny. Okay. Uh, yeah. I like it. I think kind of, kind of that, that's the basis I, of his AI. I do want that one. That's good. And then there's like a, that that's funny because like the, the kit for the new core, um, it, it isn't the one that I want is until like the nineties. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. I really want the skulls on the shoulder, oh, yeah. which is, which is 99 and a hundred. Yeah. So yeah like, right oh. at the end. Um, fuckers. So yeah. Um, I just don't like grinding out last Spartan standing, uh, challenges for two weeks straight. Why not? It's, it's a fine mode. It's fun at times. But, like, I was seriously getting into games where, well, one, I thought I could have sworn I had a cheater in my game because I think he only died once, which is possible if you're just that good. But, like, every kill was a headshot type of thing. Sure. Got a little sus on it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So, uh, but, yeah, I, I actually ran into a few games where it was like the whole lobby had like four or five deaths and then one person would have like one or two. Okay. And then they, it just, there was no chance at winning. Plus uh, trying to get melee kills and certain kills and that's mo. It's just no, just don't like it. Preach. Because <laughs> I agree completely. Um, I had to win three. The, the challenge that took me the longest this week mm-hmm. was a simple Win three ranked games because for I swap some reason, all the win ones, fuck that. for some reason, ev- like when I got that challenge, every game I went into, like the first game was like a uh, oddball game, yeah. and some dude went like 30 and seven. Like we just we, we couldn't do anything, and he was unranked. Like I, I played against so many unranked people that just dominated our ranked games that I was. But will the system will put them where they need to be shortly? Eventually, okay? yeah, yeah. Apparently, so, it doesn't so, in the first couple of games. Will right? Oh, well, I guess I must have because, fuck, I must be a high fucking diamond then because I got <laughs> placed so many times with like, I'm in plat right. Yeah. I had gold people on my team. Okay. Uh, like mid plat and then it's me. And then we're like going up against like, Oh, here's a diamond three. Here's a plat six. Here's a, or five, whatever it goes to now. And like, we're all, we're the whole team is yeah. lower than the other team, the lowest member on the other team. And it's like, what the <sighs> fuck is happening here? I just want to play. It's flawless. It's flawless. Uh, funny you say that this was just posted by uni. Oh God. What? 
We're going to have some breaking news. Maybe. Um, but anyway, I just, I'm going for the XP grind to finish out the battle pass. So then I can play the way I want to eventually. Oh, uh, following up here. So by Unishek. Unishek. Thank you. Uh, following up here. This is likely due to tunings we've been making to improve ranked. We've been slowly tightening ranked skill preferences to make sure matches are made with folks of more even skill, which should reduce the amount of under over performers in a match. Well, this is meant to help improve the matches you get. It does increase search times, especially at your skill level, since it tightens things. We're always tuning to find the right balance, so please keep feedback around skill balance and search times like this coming. Well, we'll try it after the tune. After no, the, tu- the tuning's already happened. Oh, oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh. You said just posted. I figured it was like just posted. No, it was, well, it was posted 19 minutes ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't play these ranked games 19 minutes ago. Oh, okay. You know. Oh, okay. Hopefully that's a newer update. No, 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 though. But, uh, like, Lucid posted this yesterday. Yeah. As in he's still unable to find games. And he posted before that that he was unable to find games. Right. So when did you play those ranked games? Yesterday, mid-afternoon. Yeah. The tuning's already happened. So clearly the tuning's not working is what I'm getting at. Well, it might be tuned properly for Onyx players, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, if all the pros aren't playing, you're not finding a match. <laughs> That's basically what we're getting at. I don't know. Unless you're doing money eights. You ain't finding the fucking match, Lucid. God, get off your Onyx high horse, bitch. Just kidding. And who knows? Maybe it's a population thing at this point. But I guess we don't know. Don't say that. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please don't say that. Uh, there's got to be a decent amount of people playing. I'm not even trying to sound like a shill right now, but like, no. there's got to be a decent amount of people playing that game. Right. Um, and then I had my, uh, my D and D campaign on Saturday. Yes. Um, yeah, things happened. We got arrested. I, cause I stole something. Yeah, I was gonna say you caused the arrest to happen. Yeah. It's fun. It's being fun. a little, yeah, I'm a, uh, Chaotic character that gets our, our team into predicaments. We're not just going through and killing everything. And Are you chaotic neutral? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I do, do what the fuck I want. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it's interesting. We'll see what happens. I'm excited to hear what happens uh, next. There's a lot going Regarding on. Regarding the, <laughs> you're like, quote unquote, bounty. Oh, of the millions of gold that you yeah. have to pay. No, back. no, uh, we're not paying it back. We're going <laughs> to, you mean, you mean you're not paying okay. it back. I don't think your group has anything to do with it. It's your fault. We literally not, told you, uh, you had to pay it. Okay. We're going to pay it until we don't have to pay it until we kill the dude. All right. Oh, that's, you're going to kill the guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's, that's how we, that's how we solve the problem. That's how, are we, now, okay, you're saying we a lot. Is this how you solve the problem? Or, like, is this how you're... Have you discussed with the group? I am but a like, bard, hey, sir. We're not going to pay him. We are going to kill him. The group is on my side. Okay, but you ha- have you discussed it with them? They've discussed it for me. Okay, okay. Okay, so here's the funniest thing about... I'm a bard, right? I'm supposed to be good at talking, at persuasion, at... So, they always talk for me. 
Like uh, okay. literally we, we went on this like trial thing and I just sat there while they talked like, okay, like, yep. And then, um, yeah, we were talking to this dude that we have the bounty with and they're all talking for me. I'm just like sitting there trying to hold my like emotion in during the, during it. Okay. It was, uh, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was something. So we'll we'll see what happens moving forward. Okay. Uh, so I also, I played Halo Infinite as well. And, uh, frankly, I forced myself through the remaining event challenges because of how God awful they are. Uh, I will say the only redeeming quality, and it's only because of how shit, uh, of how like broken the season two update was, um, props to the three, four, three team for giving, uh, every challenge completion to event tiers because otherwise I wouldn't have bothered. So. I did my event challenges to get the other tiers that I needed for the pass, completed the event pass, and then hopped offline because I'm just not having fun. And it's unfortunate, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but no, I'm excited to potentially try the uh, Catalyst FFA if we do that for the playdate. I think that could that be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Really just looking forward to Forge whenever the fuck that comes out. Holy shit. Another fucking almost five months. Over five months to go. But whatever. Um, Yeah, that's all I played. I just played some. I just played some infinite for a little bit to complete that event pass. Hopped off. Beth says always down for FFAs. Oh, I know you are. I know you are, Beth. It is your shit. So yeah, we're thinking uh, maybe doing a catalyst FFA or two. Uh, during the play date. So could be a fun time. See how it plays out, right? Yeah. All right. That's all I played. Let's get into some shout outs. <laughs> shout out to everyone who followed and sub during the live show. That includes Yogi with the follow, Zarn with the 12 month resub, Raider Hater with the six month resub, Ron Bergand Y with the follow, uh, Bronson Adams with the follow, Waldo with the follow. And uh, Alexis with the follow, Colonel Flom with the follow as well. Thank you all so very much. Greatly appreciated. Welcome. And uh, welcome back as well to the community. Happy belated birthday to Manny of the KCP boys. Happy belated birthday to you, sir. And congratulations to Ryan Ub and his wife, Danielle, on welcoming their baby girl, Rose, into the world. Congratulations. And uh, dare I say, the baby looks strikingly like Ryan Oob. Like if you look at a picture, it's like, oh, that's Ryan Oob's kid. I, I don't mean that in a negative way. Like it's just it, like you you have, you can just tell. Baby's very cute. So congratulations, guys. Enjoy, enjoy the time. Get as much rest as you possibly can. Um, and I say this to everybody. I know you're not supposed to take advice from other parents, but the only thing I'm going to say, you can accept it or not, is just be patient. Just be patient. Community creations, Halo memes every uh, Halo memes every day. Reddit.com forward slash r forward slash Halo forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number one fifty seven by High Tech Redneck. Go check that out. That posted today. Open source VOD review software by Rodeo Clash. Fucking cool. Formal talks about life in Halo. It's by the Flycast. Go check out that video. Halo Infinite Catalyst map callouts by Onset. Ya boy. HTS Kansas City photo album by Martin Garcia. 
Halo Infinite Season 2 mascot logo, which looks awesome, by the way. It's by Victor Rockburn. And finally, how it sounds to win on land. This is by Sentinels. Go check that video out. It's just, it's their comms from the event, and it's fucking hilarious. And uh, it also proves further that uh, Royal 2 saw formal with camo jumping up on uh, Batledge where he shock rifled him in the face. Raid camo and sword, that play. Yeah, it further solidified that he saw him, and it's crazy. So there's that. That's it for the community creations. And that's if uh, that's all I have for the show. Uh, Will, before you plug it, I just want to say, um, and I know I'm going to edit out the uh, the pauses when the stream went down, but for those that are listening, for those that are watching, um, apologize for the OBS inconsistencies on the, uh, on the live show today. Um, really nothing we could really do about it. Uh, it was a lost connection. It came back. We had to shut it down, bring it back up. Sometimes OBS does funky things, but appreciate you sticking with it, sticking with us. And, uh, like I said, if you're watching the VOD, these pieces will be cut out. So you won't have to see that, but regardless for those tuning in live, thank you for hanging out throughout the bullshit. Um, and will, without further ado, if you wouldn't mind plugging the show. If you want to listen to the podcast version of the show, find us on your favorite podcast service like iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and others. Pocket Cast. If you want to watch the live video, join us live on Twitch at 7 p.m. Central Time on Mondays. When it works. If you would like to catch up on VODs, go over to YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash HSProTalk. That's us. If you want to follow us on social, we have a Twitter, Instagram, and Kinda, uh, don't worry about the Facebook anymore. Uh, we have a Twitter and an Instagram. Follow us there. If you want to join the community discussion when the show is not going on, join the Discord. Lots of great stuff going on in there. Uh, you can check out hcsproject.com with a link to our merch in the top right corner. And then don't forget about the fine folks over at Podcast Evolve. Make sure to check out evolvedhalo.com, your home for Halo, for shows such as Podcast Evolve, Mission Debrief, Halo TV, plus Book Club, Build with Blocks, Halo Headlines. That reminds me, I need to watch episode seven of the TV series. And eight. Eight's out? Yeah. Is eight the last one? Yeah. Did eight come out last Thursday? Yeah. Nine is the season finale, which releases on Thursday. Oh, okay. So I need to watch eight. I've seen seven. My bad. Oh, you need to watch the sex. On eight? Mm-hmm. Great. All right. The reason I say that, because uh, you know how you were a guest on Podcast Evolves yeah, show? Your- yeah. I did episode eight. We talked about sex. Great. I had a lot of fun. I'm sure. There were a couple Josh rants in there too, which oh, is even better for oh, me. Oh no! Yeah. So if you want a couple Josh rants that are not competitive Halo related, but instead a Halo TV show related, uh, Allegiance season one episode eight commentary is uh, live for Halo TV Plus. And uh, shout out Oren and the podcast Evolve crew for having me on. Thank you so much. There you go. God. All right, that's gonna do it for me. I'm I'm. I'm you want to know what one of the rants was? What? I ranted about the title sequence. Really? For like 10 minutes. Why? Because it's bad. It's not. <laughs> it is. I ranted about the title sequence of the fucking TV show because it's bad. Oh. Go listen to it. It's really fun. All right. The uh, the analysis episode's the fun one. That's where the rants really come in. 
Oh, man. Yogi, thank you so much for uh, stopping by, man. Thank you for the follow and thank you for catching the live show. Again, apologize for the inconsistencies in the stream. Really apologize for that. And thank you again, Fresh, as well. And Beth, everybody who's tuning in, thank you so much, guys. Um, and yeah, that's that's it for episode 235. Uh, fuck ups and all. Uh, if you are watching live, again, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Thank you, especially today, dealing with the bullshit, hanging out, joining the discussion, especially around the topic that we had this week. It was great. Um, if you want to keep the discussion going, please, like Will plugged, join the Discord server. Uh, you will just continue. You can continue to talk about it as much as you want to. People are guaranteed to have more opinions on it. Um, so please feel free to, if you're listening to the audio version of the show or checking out the YouTube, Bob, thank you as well for checking out the content. It's greatly appreciated. Any way you watch, listen, however you consume it, it's greatly appreciated. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week with God fucking knows what at this point, are we going to be woken up on a Saturday morning for another bombshell? Who the fuck knows? I don't. But uh, in the words of our show, we'll just have to wait and see. Guys, we'll be back next week. But until then.